0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We celebrate the goodness of God. And this beautiful Sunday morning, I say, what an awesome, awesome, mighty God we serve. There's nobody like Him, and we worship Him in our hearts today. My name is Elmer Gillette, and I pastor Community Worship Center, Church of the Nazarene at 117 Madison Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11216, or mailing address is P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. Hear the word of the Lord from Isaiah 43.1. But now this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, He who formed you, Israel, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine, saith the Lord, the word of the Lord. I want to speak to you on this subject today. God validates us with value and worth. Last week we spoke to you about a brand new start, new beginnings, which God desires for his people. He wants his people to make a fresh start. After a time of pain and unspeakable grief, God wants his people to know how valuable they are. Sometimes things can happen in our lives that cause us to question our self-worth. Am I significant? Am I valuable to God? Am I valuable to anyone? God validates his people with value and self-worth. To validate something is to give official sanction, confirmation, or approval to, to recognize, establish, or illustrate the worthiness. What makes you feel like you have value and worth? We are designed to want validation, the feeling of significance. We seek validation from people, work, friends, colleagues, church, our spouses. God's love and acceptance. Is the key to value and significance. How does God validate you? How did God validate Israel? How does he validate us? Again. Isaiah forty-three-one. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you. Jacob, he who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine, saith the Lord. God made you in his image and delights in you. Genesis 1.27 God is for you and not against you. Romans 8.31 His plans for you are good. Jeremiah 29.11 he has given you unique gifts, talents, and strengths. Romans 12, 6. This is validation. You really are the apple of His eye. Psalm seventeen eight. You are who God says you are. Find your self-worth in God who says you are valuable. You and I were created by God and equal to anyone bar none. What does God see when he looks at us? Sometimes we look in the mirror, and all we can see are the labels, as I said last week, that people have placed on us. We were made in God's image, and shaped to be like him. When we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we don't have to worry about what God sees when he looks at us. We are new creation in him. Second Corinthians 5 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When God looks at us, he does not see our sins or our past mistakes. He sees his beloved daughter, his beloved son, the child, the children that he has loved since the beginning of time. Our validation has to come from God. Parents, bosses, spouses, or even friends will disappoint us. They have their own issues. But God is the one person who is wholly other-centered, He made us in his image and he delights in us. He loves us even when we are unlovable. Isn't that validation? I want to affirm you today. I want you to know that God is for you, not against you. That his plans for you are good. That he has given to each of us special gifts, talents and strengths. What is your identity? And who determines your self-worth? We are absorbed by what people think about us, about their opinion of us. Of course, we live in a real world, and we should exemplify an exemplary lifestyle. However, we can live an honorable life and fall short of people's approval. What is self-image? A self-image is the idea we have of ourselves, is how we think and feel about ourselves based on our appearance, performance, relationships. Our self-image is the impression we have of ourselves, how we see ourselves based on our strengths and weaknesses. God knows you and He loves you. Your value and worth as a person do not derive from what you do it does not spring out of how much money you make or how much wealth you have or how attractive you, ha- you are or how many times you can get the right answers your value is deeply rooted in your identity in god you are a psalm 139:14 says fearfully And wonderfully made God made you And he loves you for who you are This is the bedrock Foundation of self-worth This is self-worth Anchored in God This is your special identity Safe and protected In God's hand You can Validate yourself By recognizing your self-worth In him Often we put our self-worth In a time of type of clothes we wear, the type of cars we drive, or accomplishments, or financial status, or relationship status, or talents, or appearance, etc. If you do this, you will end up feeling broken and depressed. Now here are some profound quotes. Quincy Jones says, Not one drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. An unknown author says, If you find yourself constantly trying to prove your worth to someone, you have already forgotten your value. Zig Ziglar says, Your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. Another unknown author says, Make sure you don't start seeing yourself through the eyes of those who don't value you. Know your worth even if they don't. And Eleanor Roosevelt says, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Isn't that powerful? Now, people try to put us in a box by delegitimizing and invalidating us. And they think that their opinion of you will mar you for the rest of your life, that it will scar you, that it will scar your image for the rest of your life. Not so fast. We were made for Him. We were made for God. We were made in His image, and we were made for His will. You and I have a purpose. Again, you and I are fearfully and wonderfully made. It's amazing. That we get to be image bearers of this glorious God. The world teaches that we need to work on ourselves because they cannot see what God sees. The world will never comprehend. Even you and I will never comprehend the great love that God has for us. That is why we must look to Him. You are not in the world for nothing. Your life has meaning. Before creation, God created you for Himself. He wants you to experience His love. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to tell you the special things in His heart that He has for you. He never intended for you to look for confidence in yourself or to other people. Our problem is we neglect God And we choose people that don't want us. Nothing or no one can fill the board in our lives. Only God can fill that place in our lives. And there's a place in our lives that nothing can fill except for God. And in spite of our failures to respond to God, He still loves us. Here's what Ephesians 1, 4-6 says, for He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship and daughtership through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one He loves. 1 Peter two nine. But you are a chosen people. Listen, we did not choose him. He chose us. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. First Peter 2.9 You don't need to prove to anyone how valuable you are. Stop wasting your time. The cross speaks louder than your words or people's words or doubts, your accomplishments or your position. The creator of the universe died for you and I on the cross. Jesus shed his blood. Don't you understand that the simple fact that you are alive right now shows that he knows you and he loves you? Wow. God has not forsaken you. He hears you. You may feel forsaken, but on the cross, Jesus felt forsaken. He has been in your position and he knows how to comfort you. Yes, I don't know what you're going through right now, but whatever you are going through, God comes beside you and he says, you are mine. Do not be afraid. You have been redeemed by my blood. God is working through your struggles. God has not, Abandon you, God's love, is not based on your performance. God's mercy is not dependent on you. He did what you and I could not do. Again, He thought about you when He died on the cross. He saw us living in sin and He says, I want Him, I want her. I'm dying for Him, I'm dying for her. You and I must be so valuable that the Creator would come down from His throne, live the life that we could not live, suffer for us, die for us, and rise again for us. He was forsaken so we could be forgiven. Even if we try to run away from Him, you and I would never be able to get away from Him. That's how much He loves us. He sees every tear, He knows our names, He knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows our faults. He knows every detail about us. Maybe you struggle with self-esteem and self-worth because you have encountered some setbacks. Satan starts spreading lies. You are worthless. God has too much to worry about. You're not one of his special people. You're not smart enough. You and I have to understand we don't need a title. We don't need to be big and be well-known. God loves us. Sometimes setbacks are because of the love that God has for us. He's working in broken people and he's making diamonds out of us. Don't trust in your setbacks. Allow God to work everything out. All things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the call according to His purpose. You and I can trust God. Do not place a higher value on what people think about you over what God thinks about you. Reject negative thinking. Oh, brothers and sisters, we need to reject negative thinking And we are going to be presented with negative thinking every day. When you find yourselves thinking negative thoughts about yourself and being overly critical, stop. Remind yourself that God loves you too much. He gave His only Son as a sacrifice so that He could live with you forever. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God did this knowing that you and I are not perfect. Then forgive yourself. Everyone makes mistake. As humans, we make mistakes. This does not justify our wrongs. When we make mistakes, we should admit our sins and our errors and repent Ask God for forgiveness. He promises to forgive us. And this enables us to forgive ourselves and others. Choose your friends wisely. Spend time with people who do not criticize or condemn others. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 tells us to encourage one another and build each other up. Seek relationships that are mutually encouraging. Our self-worth is rooted in Jesus Christ. You and I cannot increase or decrease our value by changing our appearance, increasing our possessions, being a better person, or getting more people to like us. The story of the prodigal son spotlights God's love for us. Like the father who chose to welcome his son home despite the son's mistakes, God so welcomes us. Isn't that wonderful? Although He knew we would forever fall short, He chooses to love us without end. Who are we in God's eyes? We are liberated. We are loved. We are redeemed for who we are right now. Jesus took every sin we would ever commit to the cross with Him. Nothing can negate his perfect sacrifice for our eternal freedom. Isaiah 43, 1 says again, I have called you by name, you are mine. God shaped us as a potter shapes clay. God has not only created us, but formed us and called us to serve him in a specific way, tailored to each life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet of the nation. Jeremiah 1.5 What does God see when he looks at you and me? God sees the perfect creation he intended, but knows that we would fall short. He will help us recognize our true reflection through our daily pursuit of His Word. The Bible is the living Word of God. There's no shortcut to wisdom other than to sit at the altar's feet Jesus Christ and feed on His Word. Glory be to God. My brothers and sisters, we are who God says we are. We are created by love, to love as we walk with love. We exist to make His name known. His desire is to walk with us along the way, blessing us and filling our hearts with more than we can ever ask or imagine. In the scriptures, let me remind you, David did not have his father's approval. When the prophet Samuel came to anoint one of Jesse's sons, Jesse didn't even bring David in from the shepherd's field. He saw David as being inferior Not talented, too young, too small. Sometimes the people closest to you can't see the greatness in you. Jesse did not see a king in David. He did not see a giant killer, a strategic leader. He saw a young boy not with much to offer. He dismissed him, didn't pay any attention to David. People may leave you out, But guess who doesn't leave you out? God does not leave you out. If David had to have his family's approval, he would never have taken the throne. Quit trying to make people be for you what they are never going to be for you. Quit feeling inferior because somebody else to you is not celebrating you. If you needed their approval, you would get it. If you're not getting it, that means you don't need it to be who who you are created to be. People may try to make you feel average like David's father. You don't have much to offer. Are you going to believe what people say about you or believe what God says about you? God says you are amazing. Have you ever said that to yourself? Say that to yourself this morning. God says, I am amazing. Psalm 512 says, and I want to leave this with you. Psalm 512 again. Surely, Lord, this is powerful. You bless the righteous, you surround them with favor as with a shield, my God. You are surrounded with favor as with a shield. If God is for us, who can be against us? What that scripture means, it doesn't matter what people think about you or who is against you, God is for you and you are blessed. Let's pray together. Lord, we are so grateful for the manner in which you have given us the grace of self-worth, which is rooted in Christ Jesus. You have lavished value, significance, and approval by loving us so much in that you offered your Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us from moral decadence and estrangement from you, Father, that you remind us that we are yours. You are mine, says the Lord. You have given us the confidence to be bold and courageous. In spite of how the enemy attempts to shame us, you legitimize our personhood and our value. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. We are who you say we are. And with that reassurance, We celebrate our position in you, blessed and highly favored, blessed in the field, blessed going out and blessed coming in. My brothers and sisters, you are blessed in the Lord. God bless you real good on this beautiful Sunday morning. Now, with offering time, we thank you for being so generous In sending your tithes and offering to Community Worship Center, Church of the Nazarene, P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, one one two zero three. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now let this song minister to you who you say I am. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. God bless you again.